Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. Everybody here could have a strong social media following that supported whatever it is you're doing as an entrepreneur and made you money. I'm confident that the market is vast enough for everybody here to have 10 to 100,000 strong followers. Coming up today, if I had a gun and I showed up one night, I put it to your head and I said, listen, I'm gonna come back here and kill you and kill all your family. If in one month, your business wasn't make more money, there's a good chance you'd figure out how to make more money. Is there anything that everybody will raise their hand? Let's see. Uh, wants to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that one. That one. Oh, <laughs> I just posted a Twitter poll. I don't know if you saw it. And I said in this Twitter poll, I said, um, what would make you happier? And I put making money, finding love, losing weight, less anxiety and stress. People were like, money. It's like dominates the thing. People may tell you money doesn't make you happy, but a lot of people don't believe it. I'll tell you that. People do believe it. Uh, how to make more money. Okay, let's, Snapchat. We're talking on how you can make more money. These are all entrepreneurs, different levels making money. And uh, so I'm gonna give you a couple things, two or three things real quick here. So yeah, just, you don't have to put, I do this one. This one's better. Boom, just showed you Snapper. Okay. Number one, by far, you have to know what motivates you. I've said this a million times and people don't get it. Without motivation, it doesn't matter, and nothing else matters because you won't get anything done. Well, th- this is a real hard one because I, I've asked myself what motivates me over and over for years, and still sometimes I get it wrong. And sometimes you have to evolve into new motivations. Um, so, and, yeah, post that, and then I'll, get, I'll give one more, then I'll talk to you guys. The other thing is um, you have to think of yourself as an investor and you have to study investment, even if you're just a regular entrepreneur. It's always the entrepreneur investor that makes the most money. So that's fine for that. Okay, so let's talk about this. Motivation, this is the key to making more money because I'll give you an example. Just to show, if I had a gun and, and I showed up one night, late at night, you're walking the house, I put it to your head, and I said, listen, I'm gonna come back here and kill you and kill all your family if in one month your business wasn't make more money. You have a, there's a good chance you'd figure out how to make more money. Or if I said, I need you to give me $50,000 or I'm gonna shoot you, I got one of your kids ransom. A lot of people figure out how to pay the ransom. It happens a lot. Now, if I asked each of you to make $10 million 
or I would kill you. That sometimes is too hard to do if you're making zero now, right? So there is a threshold where it becomes too impossible. But usually increasing your business by 30 to 50%. So if you're making 100 grand, figuring out how to make 130 or 150, and then the next year making another 50% of 150, which is 225, and just going up like that, that's possible. So when you really figure it out, people have a lot of reasons why they're not making money. They, they think they don't know enough, they think they procrastinate, think they don't work hard, they think there's some opportunities or they're too busy with family, but you can always find reasons that that doesn't make sense. Like Steve Ballmer, I've gotten to know him, he raised a family while making $28 billion and building second biggest company in history, basically Microsoft. So there's examples of people do it when they have a family. And so when it comes down to it is there's factors like IQ, there's factors like where you were born, unique opportunities. A lot of these you can't control that well. IQ you can control more than you think. But you can raise your IQ. I see it all the time. So, but motivation is the one. Some people are just good at motivating themselves. And scientists have tried to figure it out. Guys like Daniel Pink, the scientist, has written books on motivation and things like that. I think I've gotten more and more basic with it and just keep it the people that I know that make the most money, by the way, are always real simple in what motivates them. Like, they'll say stuff like, I love money. And then all of a sudden, they make a lot of money. I mean, it's like, and the people who are very like, oh, I don't necessarily love money, it's the root of all evil, that have maybe a Judeo-Christian apprehension to making a lot of money, they like struggle more. So I think at some level, just coming to grips with simple things, like having a Lamborghini, really motivates me, you know? He or she who knows how to reward themselves best will motivate themselves the best and will make the most money, in my experience with people. With that said, so that's one. IQ does matter. And um, I think people are a little bit naive when they say it doesn't matter. If you look at the Forbes list, it's very high IQ people. Now, the good news is nobody here has to make as much money as the Forbes list people to be happy, right? People here, would you be happy with 100 million bucks? Yeah, well, that won't get you on the Forbes list. So to be on the Forbes list, it is correlated with high IQ unless you inherit your money. So you and I might not be able to match Bill Gates or Warren Buffett's IQ, but you don't have to. You, you just need to raise it a little bit. And, and this is something people don't like to talk about that much, but the way I think about IQ is problem-solving ability. So I do a lot of stuff tests now with people who work for me. Like I purposely give things without full instructions and stuff like that. A lot of people get really confused. I'm like, if you get confused easily, I want to remind you of what Elon Musk said, which is the most golden words with money. You get paid in proportion to the difficulty of problems you solve. So if you're very easily stumped by anything, I can pretty much predict where your income will level off at. People who continually make 100 grand, they're solving about 100 grand problems. People continually making a million dollars. So when I say raising your IQ, I could say, because that's kind of, people think of like math and stuff like that, which is a part of IQ, but a lot of IQ is problem solving. So I give you an example from today. What's an example from today, Maya? Well, I was frustrated 18 times. I was working very close. I don't always work super close with my office. No, but what are the things? So I can bring up, I won't say who I was frustrated with. Um, but you were there, Maya, so what was the thing? <laughs> Not to throw you under the uh, 
Oh yeah, so we were doing monthly budgets with my accounting guys, right? And Maya was in there and a couple other people were there. And I was like, how much did we spend on, oh, trainers. You know how I spend a lot of money on mentors, personal trainers. And they were like, oh, well, we got to refer back to the things and like give us 20 minutes. And I'm like, why? We fucking know I have basically three trainers a day. We know how much I roughly pay them per hour. Just do it. And I had the answer in 30 seconds, whereas they were going to take 10 minutes because they didn't understand the I approximate so much math. And when you get good approximation, you get almost as close as people with calculators. I was within, like, I just did 20, I did one major approximation yesterday of how much money I think we should net per month. And we, it was within 30 grand after they spent one whole day on an Excel going through thousands of expenses in business every month. So that's a pro, I can out, and this is, I'm just giving you an example. I get paid a lot more than them because they were stumped by that fucking problem. So what, one of the things that I do when I'm working with people is I go, this is how I think about things. Because here's what happens. Um, I've known some really rich people, like they inherited their money, and you see their life. It's like very stressful for them. They're like, oh my God, like this is an actual thing that I know because I was with a billionaire recently, but it's a billionaire that inherited their money. And it was like the mom was super stressed out because she has like, a horse showing or some shit this weekend. Seriously, but I guarantee you the cortisol levels were spiking on her, just like a single mom in the ghetto who's having a hard time paying the bills like my mom was when she was a single mom in the ghetto with me, okay? Because our brains use relative scales, not absolute. So they lose touch with reality. That's why they call it first world problems. You ever heard of that? Where it's like, oh, first world problems. You know, like I'm in my Lambo stuck in traffic. Like, that's a first world problem, but it feels the same. So what you have to do, whenever you feel that relative stress, okay, um, is that a tight one? Is that one tight and that one wide? Uh, that's like a medium shot. And do we have a tight one? No tight ones? Uh, we can make a tight for sure. Do a tight. You should have a tight. It looks better on it. Okay. A little video tip for you guys. Almost always, you're, there's different shots. That's medium, wide. Your most important one for social media is tight. Like, and this is tight. That's about the distance of camera. Your face should be like half of the screen, especially for social media. Um, so this relative scale, this mom who's a billionaire and super stressed about horses, entrepreneurs do the same thing. It's, they call it Parkinson's, not the disease. There's something, an economic term called Parkinson's syndrome. Basically, you fill up your life with a certain amount of stress. Like it feels normal as a human to experience this much stress. So even somebody who has a fairy tale billionaire life like feels the obligation to be like, oh my God, my horse isn't ready for dressage this Friday, right? Where half the world's like, I can't hardly feed my family. The cortisol levels spike about the same. So what I've trained myself to do, which was a very powerful tool if you guys want to make more money, is train yourself to keep things absolute. So... When the reason Maya and that team was turning that into a big problem is because their job for the day was doing accounting. So when you give them accounting things, it was like, this is my job, this is a big thing, I gotta make. And I was thinking on a one to 10 of all the things I'm trying to figure out how to do, this is a one. And ones, in my book, I do it by very linear, I'm like mathematical. 
A one means I should solve it in 10 seconds. And I did. I knew. A two is like, you know, maybe you could say one minute, you can multiply by 10 or 100 seconds. Yeah, right. A three, you just go up by 10. So a 10 is like a lifetime problem you're trying. Like Bill Gates is trying to, whatever, solve end malaria or something. That's a 10. Or Elon Musk is trying to put man on the moon. That's a 10, I would say, right? So by just knowing where problems should fall, you'll solve them very quickly. Some of you here are very stressed about, let's say, trying to make six figures. Some of you are stressed about how to make seven figures. Honestly, to make seven figures, especially gross revenue now, is like maybe a four on the scale. So when you start treating things like a four, they start becoming fours. They really do. I know that that seems to me, you know, making a billion dollars is hard. That's, that's like a nine probably to do. But making a million dollars gross, this is not the 70s. A million dollars now is like making 200 in the 70s. So one of the things that will allow you to make more money is retraining the mind and how you see hard things. And why I think the social media marketing program is working for a lot of young people is because they don't know it's supposed to be hard. Like Jaden is just like, da-da-da, Ty says, go talk to doctor's offices, tell them about a brand story, and charge them two grand, and then ask for it, because he got the first doctor to pay him all the money up front. So he got a 24 grand check as his first business experience. He showed me his bank, in one month he made 34,000. And he's like, this is my first bank account, and it has 34 grand in it. I'm pretty excited. But to him, it was kind of just like da-da-da. When you talk, the older you get, the more you've had traumas of life, scars, and the more you start projecting past experiences onto present things. And so making money in the modern world, because of the fact, listen, your competition, I promise you, whoever you look up to in competition, even if it's me, if you actually spent time with me or other people, you'd be like, wait, Ty's not always as smart as I thought. Like, you would lose respect. That's why I'm not around you guys this whole time. <laughs> no, but it's really that way. I think there's a few exceptions at the top that you're really surprised by, but that mindset, and, and I still, even though it sounds cheesy to say the way you'll make more money is mindset, it is still true. We all have 24 hours. Most everybody here has access to the same resources. Basically, it's pretty level playing field. What separates people, motivation, because if you don't have motivation, you won't even try to solve problems. But then the people who look at problems that other people see as eights and just see them as a two, try it. Try it for a week. Everything, and that's why now I literally like to give people, the first day of work, I'm just like, do not, like customer support people. I'm like, Shun is one of the managers that manage people. I'm like, don't really tell people what to do. 10 new people start. Don't tell anybody what to do. One figures it out. Keep the one. Get rid of the nine. <laughs> and, and this is the third thing. And this is very important. This is somewhat controversial. But I promise you it's the truth, and I can prove it. And I will debate any human being, and I will embarrass them if they want to, embarrass, if they want to argue on this in a public live forum. Working hard is very uncorrelated with wealth. Now, just a few examples that are so powerful that 
the fact that people still try to refute me makes me worry about them as, an, in, as a thinker. The top 10 men in the world make more than the bottom 3.5 billion people combined. Right? That's a fact. You can Google it. 10 men are wealthier, make more, have more to their name than 3.5 billion, half of the world. Now, how hard can 10 men work in one day? Maximum, 240 hours, right? How much can 3.5 billion people work if they only work one hour a day? 3.5 billion hours. Work is uncorrelated with success. It's sometimes a necessity, just like going, brushing your teeth is uncorrelated to wealth, even though some wealthy people brush their teeth. People don't understand causation and correlation. So people see that Bill Gates works many hours, but what about, there's, I read that in India there's about, don't quote me, I think 10 million people that work in the dumpsters that pick out trash, small pieces of plastic, and they make on average $14 a month, and they work from dawn to dusk. Are they working harder? Of course they are. Uh, America and the world's full of people working three times as hard. If I could go back on time, in time, without a doubt, I would tell myself to be lazier. Without a doubt. I act, I mean, it is one of, I will tell you, even though I joke about it, true painful realization was the fact that I didn't know what one of my business partners just told me. I was just talking to Alex Mary. He said, he's an engineer, PhD, really smart guy. He said, People don't understand. In engineering, you never confuse input and output. You always try to put the least amount of input to get the most output. That's what technology is. So when you're building a car, you never try to figure out how to put the most gas in to go 100 miles. You try to how to figure out is how do you just put one gallon in and the car goes 100 miles. You guys get where I'm coming from? So what happens with entrepreneurs is you start focusing on inputs, like, ah, I'm gonna just, bah, but you gotta be focused on output. And the amount of, and guys like Warren Buffett, I mean, he says, he loves quoting that one quote, I don't know the exact quote, I should have memorized it, but he goes, they say that hard work won't kill you, but I don't wanna take the chance. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. And he quotes that, and, and he says, I pretty much sit around all day looking for opportunities, and since 1965, I think, 51 years ago, they've made 25 good decisions that have made almost all their money. So on average, every two years, they were able to find, so what he spends all his day doing is reading and looking, you know, being, being uh, observant. So I do think you have to be aware, but hard work is very uncorrelated with wealth, and it will get you, it's the biggest, you know, so I was talking about, there's a lot of people out there giving business advice about working hard. A lot. There's not one. There's some more than others. But Alex Maris says his theory, he calls it, what did he call it? Little mind theory or ant theory. That basically it's a primitive impulse that if you say to people, you know what, working hard is going to get you far, it, it jives with our primitive mind because 50,000 years ago it was true. There was no technology. The man who, you know, hunted with a spear. But even then, the one who had a spear versus the one who just used his hands still won. Technology has been beating everything. So what actually is correlated with wealth is using tools before most people are. 
So you want to look for tools. To me, social media is just a tool, just like a caveman who had his bare hands versus a caveman who came up with his first spear. Or if you study history, you had the Bronze Age and things like that. And during those ages, well, look at the Incas. Have you ever read the story? Not Pizarro, but who was the one who went to the Incas? Uh, not Magellan. Well, one of them, you know, he, it was, what, 30 soldiers that beat 100,000 Native Americans? They had horses and armor, and they just they decimated a whole... It was like 25 men. That's how, if you, if business is war, right? You want to be like that. Let other people have 100,000 people and you won't burn yourself out. So who here is feeling a little bit burnt out? Okay, these are signs that you're really, you're doing it wrong. And so I wish every time I had had like some shock collar on me, that every time in the past that I was like, I'm not making the money I want to make, so I'm going to work harder. Like they would have just shocked me. You know, I see that on social media. I mean, I see people posting more than me, starting way before me, and I'm just like, see ya, <laughs> tools. But it's not because of me. It's because working smarter always beats working harder. That's why I like books. People, some people say books aren't related. We won't even get it. Eh, we get it off there. We'll do that tomorrow, yeah. So I think that for those of you feeling burnout and those of you not making enough money, there will come a time, hopefully, for each of you where you're making more, and it, you'll look back and it, it'll go, it wasn't the time I started working harder. Um, it was a time when I, for example, I'm Tony Robbins, um, social media person. I'm not posting more of those crappy posts. I'm stepping back, going, let me just spend the day looking through what's worked before. Oh, wow, what really works is when Tony is with his wife just giving her a hug. That gets 32,000. Posting podcast screenshots gets 4,000. So think about it. Input is the same. One post. One output, eight times the likes. Working hard. And notice, they're posting more and more. I see what they're doing. The podcasts aren't working, so they're posting more. They posted four in one week. You gotta go back two weeks till they posted one, but smart or hard. They're doing hard. So you gotta look at your life. Sometimes you have to make a major pivot too, and that's what's hard. Like that social media manager probably already told Tony that the secret is posting podcast things, so they don't wanna look stupid and backtrack. You know, that's called commitment consistency bias. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast. And then secondly, leave an honest review of my podcast. What do you think of it? All right. I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle. And then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right. I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out.